0: The hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at nissan.ie.
1: Right. Well, why are we playing some French music as a prelude to down to earth? Well, it's because today, as we heard already from the French ambassador, it is, of course, Bastille Day, uh, the 14th of July. Uh, Caro, why have you gone all en français on us?
0: Well, Ivan, and not just today, but actually all summer long, I've been working with a fantastic uh, UCD environmental policy student, Maeve Hurst, on looking at what Ireland can learn from France, particularly with respect to agricultural and food policy.
1: Okay. And, and, and are, are they best in class? Is that your point?
0: Yeah, the the OECD has said that they're a case study for how to effectively link policy on on climate change and economic uh, productivity with with food. And they're actually one of only a handful of countries that have uh, a a food policy that looks at uh, health, environment and economy. Uh, In 2016, they they put in a a food waste law, which actually stops restaurants and institutional catering uh, and grocery stores from throwing out food that, that they could give away. And then in 2018, they really reformed their agricultural policies to look at fair incomes for farmers, for protecting people from pesticide exposure, uh, improving their animal welfare regulations, and then really looking at sustainability uh, requiring that uh, institutional catering provide uh, locally grown food or organic food and reducing the amount of plastic that was, was, was being used to serve food products. So I think we can definitely look toward them as we're reforming our own agricultural policies Uh, Uh, to see what they've done and how effective it's been.
1: Okay, and we'll drill down into some of those presently. But first of all, what's driving this? Is it French consumer sentiment? Is it political opinion? Is there a strong Green Party movement? Like what has been the, the driver and the catalyst for this?
0: Yeah, I think culturally we all see uh, France as, as being know, a foodie country. Uh, you know, they they've been great with wine, and and they tend to have a a, a large horticulture uh, experience and, and an organic movement. Um, but also too, they've been very strong on climate action. So in 2015, we had the big Paris climate agreement. Uh, so they were really champions of that negotiation process. So you know, they've combining now their interests in food and their interests in in climate and and really tackling this and and we have a lot to learn from them too and that we we kind of have a similar profile to them with respect to beef and dairy so so there's lots of lessons to be learned there
1: okay so have they uh, achieved the 77 reduction in emissions
0: uh no every country is is behind but they have definitely been reducing emissions so that so f- since about 1998 to 2015 they reduced emissions by 16% while Ireland increased emissions by 5% in the same amount of time uh, so even though they're the, the third highest emitter of greenhouse gases in the EU they have a large population uh they're the third lowest with respect to emissions intensity so that's related to how much you emit versus how much your economy produces in terms of GDP. And, and they're the ninth lowest per capita per person. So the the average French person emits about 5.7 tons of greenhouse gases per person. Uh, in Ireland, it's around 12, and the EU average is about 8. So, so they are better in terms of efficiency uh, than, than other countries in the EU.
1: Okay, let's drill down into their agriculture then. And how it compares to Irish agriculture.
0: Yeah, I think I think what surprised me actually is that beef and dairy are their highest value products. So similar to Ireland, the, France is the second largest producer of milk in Europe and and has 3.6 million dairy cows compared to Ireland's 1.3 million dairy cows. So, you know, we, we actually have a similar profile there, even though agriculture isn't their predominant uh, source of emissions, actually transport is for them. Um, they, they're still very driven by the beef and dairy industry and and yet they are succeeding in reducing their emissions so um definitely something similar and then also too our gdp um our dependency on beef and dairy in terms of our economic growth for the country is very similar between france and ireland too
1: okay i i remember when, uh... I was on the Council of Ministers for Agriculture. The pivot was always the Franco-German situation, and it was always the case that the French government were really supportive of their farmers. The farming vote back in the 90s was really important, and once you got France on side for a special package of financial measures, you know you were halfway there in terms of getting it. Um, so basically, are they, have they plans to reduce their cow numbers?
0: no they're not talking about uh, reducing the cow numbers i mean they they have done lots of things around um, organic so the, the three main lessons i think we can learn are around what they've done with or organic um, agriculture and how much they've improved the amount of organic agriculture um, also what they do with biogas and how they use their animal manures in a much more uh, efficient way and then what they've been championing championing around soil quality and improving soil uh, conditions in order to sequester more greenhouse gases, all of which could be applied to us here in Ireland.
1: So in 2014, they launched their own low carbon strategy, national strategy, did they?
0: Yeah, they did. And, you know, right now in Ireland, we're talking about improving our climate legislation. And I think we can definitely look toward what they what they did in 2014 when they wrote their own low-carbon strategy and that they made specific commitments within the agricultural sector to reduce emissions. So right now in Ireland, we're committing to a 7% emissions reduction per year as part of the new program for government. But we haven't actually said how much each sector will reduce emissions. So France has said that agriculture alone will reduce emissions by 12% uh, between 2015 and 2030, and up to 75% by 2050. So they've made some really ambitious commitments, specifically in agriculture, with respect to emissions reductions.
1: You're listening to The Hard Shoulder here on News Talk. We're going down to earth and talking to Dr. Cara Gusenberg, but it's not quite clear to me how they're going to achieve these 12% reductions
0: it's funny, they, they put a lot of emphasis on the organic sector. And we don't always think of, of organic uh, as as being the solution to climate change. But um, organic agriculture in France makes up about 7.5% of their total agricultural product. And in Ireland, we're at just 2.5%. So we have a long way to go. And, and back in 2000, they only had 1.3% of their land dedicated to organic farming. And they increased that up to 6% in 10 years, which was really, really quickly. And then in 2018, they actually hit their their 2022 target four years early um, of of reaching that organic agriculture. So they're ahead of schedule. I think that's great. Um, Most of the time, we're behind schedule on all these things. Uh, But but because they're not using uh, synthetic nitrogen fertilizer, that's reducing the amount of uh, nitrous oxide emissions. um, And it's also improving the soil quality at the same time. So so it does have a knock on effect to how uh how agriculture deals with climate change
1: okay and and how do you define organic farming per se i mean is it no fertilizer no pesticides sprays uh yeah no no i mean do they give antibiotics to sick animals i mean like how do you define it
0: so it's no chemical inputs so yeah it would be it would be related to the pesticides and and the fertilizer specifically of agriculture and then I, they're doing things like planting clover which would naturally uh, fix atmospheric nitrogen and and brings more soil fertility but one of the things that they've really been a pioneer of and they launched this at the 2015 uh, climate agree uh, climate conference where the paris agreement was signed is there are four ports 4,000 initiative or 4% initiative, which just asks every country to try and improve their soil quality and improve the amount of carbon in the soil by 0.4% every year. And they say that if we do this, we could could sequester another 3.5 gigatons of of carbon every year. So that would be about 10% of what we currently emit from fossil fuels. So uh, France came up with this concept. They've got 35 countries, including... Including Ireland, to commit to this idea of improving soil quality. And this has lots of knock on effects, not only sequestering more carbon, but also improving with water retention and improving with uh, food security in general. Um, so it's it's really something that a lot of countries are embracing now and, and trying to get behind.
1: The other thing you referred to is their biogas industry. What's that?
0: Yeah, so we could be doing a lot with our, our manures. And and by, by that, I mean we could be capturing the methane gas that comes off our livestock manures and using it as gas for injecting back to the grid for electricity or heating or even for vehicle fuels. And that's a process called anaerobic digestion. And in France, they have very few renewables because their energy sector is dominated, obviously, by nuclear. Um, but of the 5% renewables that they have, 4% of that is coming from biogas. So they have about 750 biogas units installed around the country where they're, where they're using manure and they're using mun- municipal sewage uh, to, to form uh, methane gas and then injecting that back into the grid. So in Ireland, we really have almost no biogas sector right now. Our renewable sector is dominated by, by wind turbines, uh, but, but certainly we could be looking to France to see how they have reached nearly reached their goal of 1,000 biogas units uh, this year, uh, and, and what they're doing to incentivize farmers to use their manures more effectively. All right,
1: well, there you have it. Today, July the 14th, is Bastille Day. And Kara Gustenberg is maintaining that uh, if we want to uh, copy, Uh, or or imitate as the best form of flattery a particular nation in relation to agricultural environmental policies that will help achieve our overall uh, target emissions France is the way to go All right. uh, thank you very much indeed Dr Cara Gustenberg. look forward to talking to you again next week and we went all on Francais this week on the 211th anniversary of Bastille Day which is of course the equivalent of Paddy's Day for the French people of course all right, thank you indeed, Cara.
0: Thanks, Abby.
1: Okay, Thanks. I see Eamon and Richie are back. Let's get a news and sports update.